Welcome, and thank you for listening to the podcast of North Etowah Baptist Church. Visit us online at northetowah.org. Rather than church being a place where people far from God are met with shame, guilt, and condemnation, we believe Jesus leads us to be a family that extends His grace, mercy, and forgiveness to everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's service. Turn with me to James chapter 2. James chapter 2. This evening, I want us to talk about who is a friend of God. Who is a friend of God? In James chapter 2, we're going to look to verse 21, 22, and 23. Three verses. But I want us to consider tonight who is a friend of God. A very, very uh, brief message, but yet a very poignant one. To consider how we can be closer to God Almighty. James chapter 2, beginning with verse number 21, God's word says this, Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works. And faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him as righteousness, and he was called a friend, a friend of God. Let's pray. Oh, God. May we glean from your word and just see how we can be closer to you. Lord, thank you for letting us be here tonight to worship you. And I pray that everything we do brings honor and has brought honor and glory to your name. We pray in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Here in James, James is writing and he is discussing the need to have an active faith. To have an active faith. He is saying that faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. I think all of us want to say we got faith and I believe we do. But he is saying, if you don't have works to back up your faith, then your faith is dead. As an example, James is writing here, and he thinks of Abraham. The Holy Spirit leads him to write and think about Abraham. And Abraham's faith was a living and active faith. God looked down from heaven, and he looked upon Abraham. And think of this, Abraham's working faith, his active faith, his living faith. And God looked down upon Abraham and he counted it for him as righteousness. And as a result of Abraham living out his faith, as a result of Abraham showing his faith by activity... And as a result, he was counted as a friend of God. Now, listen, church. 
You've got to get what this is. Can you imagine being called a friend of God? What an epitaph. I would love that when my life is over, you don't have to print it on my tombstone, but everybody just knows he was a friend of God. You see what I'm saying? That is an epitaph to live for, to long for. Wouldn't you like that to be said about yourself whenever you do pass on? He, she was a friend of God. How can we... Tonight, I want us to think about that. How can we be called a friend of God? How can we be called a friend of God? Real briefly tonight, listen, consider this. God's friend is one who loves God with all of his or her heart, soul, mind, and strength. If you want to be a friend of God... You have got to love him with every fiber of your being. From every minuscule part of yourself, loving him with your heart, your soul, your mind, with everything. You see, think about your own friends here on earth. Let's just make it more personal for us in our realm of friends here in this room or around your school or around your workplace think about the friends you have now friends just like each other regardless of circumstances friends love each other regardless of where they're at you just like hanging out with them you just like being with them you just like to to be a part of their life Friends just like being around each other. Proverbs uh, chapter 17, 17 says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Friends, that's the way we are. We like hanging out with each other. I enjoy fellowshipping together as we sit around and eat a meal. I enjoy being with the Awana kids as they're playing. Oh my, how much fun they are. And that's part of the fellowship of being friends. But true friends, you know those friends you got, are the friends that love you in the good times and the bad. How many of you got friends that just love you when it's good or just when it's bad? (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Those true friends, you know the true friends I'm talking about, that they are there regardless. When you have those true friends, they love you with their heart, soul, mind. They just want to be around you. Too often, I'm afraid with God, we only run to him when it's bad. You see, he blesses us, and when he's blessing us and piling on all the blessings, we sometimes neglect him. And I I feel like we've done that in our own country. I feel like we've done that in our own church. I feel like I've done that with my own family. When things are going good, oh man, look what I've done. We don't say that. But we neglect to go to him. We neglect to think to think of him. But boy, let the times hit hard. Oh, woe is me. We start running to him when things get so rough and tough. But would you notice, turn with me to Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. Listen, church. God gives us a warning here. In Proverbs chapter 1, he tells us, he said, if you love me only when 
things are bad. If you come running to me when things are bad and you've not been having anything to do with me when in the good times, he says, let me warn you. Proverbs chapter 1, verse number 25. Proverbs 1, 25. It says, God's word talking here and speaking and uh, inerrant, infallible, inspired, perfect word says in Proverbs 1, 25, because you have ignored my all of my counsel, and would have none of my reproof. Look at verse 26. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. When terror strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you. Verse 28. Then they will call upon me. Y'all see the next statement? But I will not answer. Woe is me, for I am undone. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me. What a warning, church. What a warning for the United States of America. We must, we must run to God in days of blessing before we have days of trial and tribulation and distress and just bad stuff happening. You see, God wants us to be with Him just want to spend time with him. Just like we do with our friends here on the earth, our human friends. We, he wants us just to spend time with him regardless of circumstances, good or bad. You know, also, as I'm thinking about my own friends here on this earth, you know something? I just like to spend time with them. I like to listen to them. And I hope they like to listen to me every now and then. We listen to one another. We talk to each other. We spend time with each other. Friends, God wants to spend time with you. God wants to... If you want to be counted as a friend of God, spend some time with Him. In John 17, 25, it says, Jesus talking, He said, Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am, and to see that my glory that you've given me because you love me before the foundation of the world. Do we listen to God? Do we? Do we spend time with him? Do we really act like God is our friend? Do your friends at school know God's your friend? Do your friends at work, wherever you may be, do they know that you have a relationship with God Almighty? You see, God showed us He's our friend. He made sure that we knew he was, that He was our friend because Romans 5, 8 says, but God shows us His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You see, God loves us so much even in spite of me and all the stuff that I do and all the negativity in my life and the bad things that I do, God loves me in spite of me. And God showed me how much he loved me when he said, Jesus, go down there and die for Mark. Go down there 
and Jesus didn't have to, but he did. He willingly came and hung on that cross for me. He died on the cross for me. God has shown himself friendly to us. Now, are we going to be friendly to God? I'm a friend of God. I want to be called a friend of God. A friend of God is one who loves God with all of his heart, soul, mind, and strength. Secondly, a friend of God. A God, one who, who can call himself a friend of God or one that God would call a friend is one who does what God asks without question. A friend of God is one who does whatever God asks without question. Now, I have grown up, and I hate to admit it in front of my own children, but I've done the same thing that they do. I make excuses. I make excuses. Whenever someone, my mother, my dad, or someone would ask me to do something, I'd say, well, I will later. Or I'll do that when I get around to it. Let me finish this first. Let me do this first. Let me take... No. God wants us to do what he's telling us to do without question. And you know as well as I do, if your parents tell you to do it, you ought to do it immediately without question. That's just an example of God the Father doing the same thing with us. Think about it with our friends. When you've got a friend, and I'm sure you can think about different situations in life where you have been doing something and your friend just comes and helps you out. Doesn't say, why in the world did you do it this way? Doesn't say, you do know that you could have been a lot better off if you'd have just done it. They don't ask questions. They don't make a bunch of snide comments. They just come to help you out. I've had friends that have helped me out that way. And I've been there to help other friends that way. Trying not to say, boy, if you'd have just listened to me in the first, you know. No, you just go because you want to be with your friend and you spend time with your friend and you just want to go help. You go help without even being asked. Nobody even had to ask you to help. You just want to jump in there to help. Real friends don't question. They just help. Abraham, here in James, was a friend of God. Abraham was a friend of God. He did this. He acted on his faith. James is saying he had active faith. Well, what was James talking about? I'm glad you asked because I want to give you a couple of situations where Abraham acted on faith. You remember old uh, Abram when God called him? He said, hey, I want you to leave your homeland. I want you to go to a place where I'll show you. Well, where am I going? No, he didn't say, well, where am I going? He didn't say, well, he just said, okay, let's go. And he did it. Hebrews 11 verse 8 says, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. Friend, if, we, if you and me want to be a friend of God, when God tells us to do it, we just need to do it. Quit asking questions saying, well, it doesn't add up. It just no way this will work. God says, I'm going to lead you to it. I'm going to take you through it. 
He says, I'm asking you to go be like Abraham. If you and I want to be a friend of God, let's be like Abraham. When God says, move, we say, let's go. We are ready to move when God says go. That's the way to be a friend of God. When God says go, we went. That's what Abraham did. What else did Abraham do? When God told Abraham, you know, oh, Abraham and Sarah, they wanted to have children. Oh, how they wanted to have a kid. And they couldn't have a kid. And they, many of you have been through situations like that, I'm sure. But oh, Abraham, he got old. He got up there in years where, really, that's just not going to happen no longer. And God came to him and said, Hey, Abraham, you're going to have a kid. <laughs> what did Abraham? Oh, yeah. Right. No, let's see what old Abraham did just here. He believed. Romans 4, verse 18 says, In hope he believed against hope. That's Romans 4, 18. In hope he believed against hope that he should become the father of many nations. As he had been told, so shall your offspring be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. No, this is verse 20 of Romans chapter 4, verse 20 no unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. Abraham, a friend of God, when God told him you're going to have a son in your old age, he believed. When God told him to go, I'm going to give you an inheritance. Go into a place I'll show you. He went. Friend, making it more applicable to you and me. Some of you are sitting here right now. You may be listening on the radio or by internet connection. And you know that there's situations in your life where you're struggling. And you've got situations where you think, I'm never going to get to that position or that I may, I'm never going to, to uh, achieve or whatever. You know, you, you know what you're going through. You know what God's telling you? When I say go, go. And whenever I tell you I'm going to do it, I'll do it. Believe. He's just wanting you to be his friend and trust him. That's not all Abraham did. That, that precious son that he, that he got, Isaac, Oh my, I, I, this next part is the part where I just, it, it, it tears me up every time I think about it. He gets his son Isaac in his old age. So he, you've just got to be this friend. So you've got to picture he's a friend of God. And he's walking with God and he's, he's happy because God said, go and he went. And God said, I'm going to give you a kid. I'm going to give you a child. And he said, Praise the Lord. And he, he accepted that and believed it. He knew that was going to happen. And God gave him that child. But then God told him, said, Abraham, take your son and make him an offering. Put him up on that altar there and offer him as a sacrifice to me. 
And Abraham did it. That was a friend of God. He did it. Hebrews 11 and verse 17 says, By faith Abraham, when he was tested, he offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises was in the act of, he was in the act, it says, of offering up his only son, of whom it was said through Isaac, your offspring shall be named. He considered that God was able to even raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. Abraham was a friend of God. Tonight, I want to be a friend of God. And I know you do as well. God wants you and me to act in the same way that Abraham acted to be his friend. He wants us to love everybody and to love God with everything in us. He wants us to love him with our heart, our soul, our mind, our strength, to just love him above all. And then he wants us to do when he asks us to do something, to do it without question. Tonight, I guess the question for you and me is this. Will you be a friend of God? Will you be God's friend? And love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Will you be a friend of God and do what God asks you to do? That's what God's asking you and me tonight. Let me tell you about my friend. My friend is God. And I pray that he can look down at me and say, I am his friend. But my friend loved me enough to send his son Jesus to die on the cross for me. You see, my friend loves me so much that he wants me to spend eternity with him. Friend, that's the same friend you can have. That's the same friend you've got. He loves us so much. He wants us to spend forever and ever and ever eternity with him. He gave his son to die for us. And then you know what else we've got as Christians? We've got the Holy Spirit living in our hearts. That he gave his spirit because he cares for us. I long to be the friend of God that he can look down and say, that's my friend. And for him to count it unto me as righteousness, like he did Abraham. You see, my friend, God gave us salvation. How much greater gift could it possibly be? Let's go to him in prayer. Thank you, God, for all that you do, all that you have done, all that you continue to do. And Lord, I just want to speak to, we hear emergency uh, sirens and things passing by, and I just pray for whatever the situation is. I don't have any idea, but I know you do. There may be some emergency with someone. I pray for safety. Take care of that situation. Uh, God, I pray that you'd help us here in this room and gather around radios and internets, connections and Facebook, I just pray that you'd help us be your friend. 
We want to be your friend. We want to have an active faith, a living faith. God, I know faith without works is dead. and We want to have put works behind our faith. So God, I just pray that, that we would be that which you want us to be. And Lord, whatever needs to occur in this time of response, I pray that people would move the way you want them to, want us to. And we just give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to the services at North Etowah Baptist Church. If you made a decision for Christ today, head over to northetowah.org slash contact. Fill out the form and someone from our staff will be quick to contact you. Not to mention, we'd love to worship with you. All worship times and other activities can be found on our website. Thanks again for listening and may God bless you.